is the Contextual Podcast. 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 The UK's number one. Number one. Number one gaming podcast. Woo! Right, welcome everyone. This is episode 50 of the Contextual Podcast. I never thought I'd be saying that. I am Chris Phelps. I'm back. I'm going to do a bit more regular than it's been the last few months, so apologies, guys. Um, and tonight, with it being episode 50, my good friend is back, Mr. Andrew Pixel Hunter. How you doing, mate? I'm all right. Refreshed, obviously. Ready for another hour of complete and utter gibberish, I would have thought, that we can then call a podcast at the end of it. I'm, st- I'm still getting over the fact that you had said that you've got rid of Red Dead Redemption with, without, without <laughs> dropping any bomb kills as well. But Virginia sat in the kitchen absolutely bereft, wondering whether I could come back to my computer and actually start the podcast. If you can actually speak to me, you mean? Mostly um, incredible stuff. Well, well let's... at least at least I can't see your face because it'll probably be a cracked <laughs> laptop screen. Then, so, and although saying that, then I'd be able to see your beautiful quiff as well. So, we'd be kind of on a level par at that point, really. Well, actually, it's still going strong. The quiff, mate. Is it? yeah, good. very good. Well, well, let's. I tell you what. Let's before we go into what we're going to talk about, which is obviously pairs of FIFA. Yeah. Let's just get the Red Dead Redemption elephant out of the room so <laughs> what, what's... i gotta keep it fully in the room mate honestly <laughs> well what's happened is yeah <clears throat> i bought it on xbox so obviously it was a toss-up between the ps4 xbox one yeah. x and i was like i've got a pro obviously i was like right which we're going for so i thought go on xbox i play most of my games on xbox yeah. um so i bought it now Started playing it, enjoyed it. I'm a massive GTA fan. Yeah. Completed GTA 5. I've got it on PC now. I've you know I've completed it, I don't know how many times. Love that game. Same pretense as we know as GTA. The last Red Dead, the first Red Dead Redemption, enjoyed it, but again, gets bored after so long. Oof. Um and I got rid of it. I know. Sorry about because I'm not a single I'm not a single player uh yeah, well, yeah, anymore. Anymore, anyway. I used to be, obviously, yeah. before online. Yeah. Um, and obviously the Pez days of, of the, the local multiplayer. So yeah. I played it, loved it, made the mistake of going away for two weeks. Well, I was off work for two weeks and we went to Vegas for my 40th, um, 18th to 25th of November. Um, and I've not touched it. And then as everyone knows, I'm an absolute PUBG fanboy. Forget about Fortnite. I hate that game. I've never heard that before. Sorry, you, you, you like... I mean, this is the first time hearing of it. So you're a massive fan of PUBG. Oh yeah, I've, I've tripled. Yeah, oh, I love it. I've, I'm I can't tri- imagine that doesn't seem like I've ever heard those words out of your mouth before. No, well, well, Gears of War was my <laughs> game. Always, always has a bit of sarcasm there. I don't know. But me for too long, mate. That's what it is. If, no, well, well, genuinely, like, I mean, as I look around my gaming room, I've got yeah. The, the, the you got um, a massive figurine of PUBG that you sleep with. No, I have. I, I swear to no, I've got a figurine, but I've got a, I've got a PUBG controller. I've got yeah, yeah honestly, I've got a PUBG. I've got, I've got a three foot PUBG mouse mat that I use now because obviously I've got a gaming <laughs> PC. Um, I've got the PUBG. I've got the good thing is with PUBG PS4, which is one of the reasons I wanted it as a completist. Is the fact that it's actually a proper disc. The Xbox version was a sort of paper. Uh, box that looked like a disc box but there's no disc in it it's a code whereas the actual ps4 one's actually a disc so uh i've got it on pc which i bought from steam which i'm absolutely useless at keyboard and mouse pretty much these days yeah, you know, yeah. i'm getting better it but it makes me feel a bit nauseous thinking about that really oh shocking andrew honestly i'm absolutely shocking but the reason is obviously i spend my time when i'm gaming online now i've played a lot of pubg i mean 
a yeah. lot, hundreds of hours of PUBG yeah. playing it, especially on Xbox. And then I got me me PC, and I love it. I mean, you can tell the difference in PC that the the graphics are just yeah, far superior, different different levels. But you've got to play keyboard and mouse. So, like I've been playing today, there's a new map uh, called Vikendi, which is a snow map, which is absolutely fantastic. But it luckily it's squads because I'm playing with people who can actually shoot correctly with because I'm terrible with keyboard and mouse, but, but when it come on PS4, and I know it's not 4K like the Xbox, and it, everyone slags it off says it's a shit storm of a game, you know, graphics glitches. But All right, okay. It cost me 18 pounds, and I have oh. spent so many hours because for me, I don't know about yourself if you played any battle royal get royale games, um, but you have this thing where you get to like the last 10. And the, the map's shrinking, and I swear yeah, to you. I understand the concept, yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, I swear to you, and I understand why people don't get it, but I swear to you, it's absolutely revolutionised my gaming experience for the simple reason that I can't even play stuff like Gears of War anymore. Because yeah, because th there's a reason, you know, regardless of what anyone would think or what I would think of a game like Fortnite or Player Unknown. They're not, you know, like Fortnite is probably going to be, you know, one of the most successful and heavily marketed games of all time. And regardless of the fact that it might be the sort of cartoony nature, which gives it that kind of mass appeal or anything like that, or the fact that, you know, quite a lot of big YouTubers uh, like Ninja and stuff like that are playing it, that element, which is relatively unique, which is obviously still riding the crest of a wave at the moment, is like nothing any of us have played before. So obviously when I started initially playing Fallout and I was playing it with my sister and friends like that as well, when it's such a sort of large-scale battle that then constantly shrinks as well, it's brilliant. And it's obviously got that incredibly addictive quality. I mean, you could probably go weeks and months without... The, maybe even some people out there that still haven't actually won a game. But then yeah. that's obviously the carrot, isn't it? Yeah, and, and and I must admit, like I, I've, I played the PS4s obviously since it come out. I went and got it. I, what I did was, as I said, I traded Red Dead in. I got thirty one quid in game, which usually game absolutely pull your fucking pants down for tradings. But I got thirty one pounds, so I was really pleased with that. Used was twenty five quid for PUBG, and then he put the rest towards um, a game. Don't even start with the game, mate, honestly. And just a small caveat as well. But recently, especially in the in and around the time that Red Dead was coming out, and I was doing it specifically. And granted, I was finding the cheapest way to do it, but they released a list, and they were like, "If you trade these in, the uh, like WWE and Red Dead and everything like that, they're going to be half price." So I was like, "Oh, amazing!" So when WWE came out, because again, that's a game that I can keep all year, not extensively play, but it's just great for sort of couch court parties and stuff like that as well. Um, yeah. like universe mode is brilliant. Obviously, strip out all of the current roster and just put all the classics like Macho Man and stuff. So I was like, brilliant, I'll do that. And it worked fine. I found a game online that was eight quid or something like that that was on Amazon Marketplace, and I got 25 quid for it. So I ended up getting WWE for 25 quid. And obviously, without informing anybody, they must have cottoned on to the fact that people were doing this. So by the time that Red Dead came out, the same game that I bought, I basically bought two copies of it so, so that I knew that we'd get Red Dead half price. They'd taken it off the list. They'd basically amended the list so that that game that I bought from the marketplace <laughs> was just the same price as yeah. I traded it in. So. Yeah, wankers aren't they? Oh, unbelievable. I mean, it, it's so convenient for me to get to in Stockport as well. But realistically, I just think I'll just stick to online now as well because there's absolutely no point in you just get like I say, you just get your pants pulled down, don't you? So yeah, it's yeah, true it's because I I've got like um, 
game Trafford Centre near me and it, there's a lovely bloke where he's a good mate of mine actually called Pete who I've actually got to know for years because I go in there like regular but I literally go in there and just laugh at the prices but I always do say to, Do you not have to take like a baseball bat or a pump action shotgun if you want to go to the Trafford Centre at the moment is it not like hell on earth? No, like well, <laughs> no because we live that close we have a, a, a special shopping uh, like timetable when we go so what we would do is We'll go on a Monday night at half four. Sam gets in about 20 past four. I'm already home because obviously I'm home at midday. And we're literally there within five. We literally live, Andrew, a minute away in a car. So it's it's not even a minute. So we go. So you're not having a with all of the masses. There's no one there. We always go in the week. There's no if we see to be fair, we've just joined the, that limitless of Odeon because of the comics podcast. We've reviewing all that, the latest and stuff and all stuff. All the films, yeah. Yeah, so we do go sometimes. We did go the other week on a Sunday, which I absolutely detest. And uh 20 minutes to find a car space, especially this time of year. But we're going tomorrow. Um, but we'll be going at R4. So we're gonna go and watch uh Aquaman. So be dead. Oh, so yeah, I can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's out tomorrow. So literally got relatively positive reviews as well, hasn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. They're really good reviews, to be fair. They said for yeah. DC, especially the shit show and some of the, the Superman and Batman stuff that's come out. Uh yeah. but yeah, so we'll go in there. When I go in game, I just laugh in me fucking cock off. But the one thing I always say we game is to be fair to them, the bundles for actual consoles. Yeah, they're fantastic. relatively competitive, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are good. A friend of mine asked me today for an Xbox One S for his he's his dad's 78 and he started playing Forza on the 360. And he loves Forza, so he wants Xbox One. So he's um he's 78 years old. So I just said to him, I said, go to game, tell them what you want. I said, because bundle wise, especially this time of year, they'll be throwing it at you. You know, so I'm delaying. I'm really delaying the inevitable of why the fuck you're not playing Red Dead anymore, mate. You need to. You need to break the ice for me here. So. <laughs> well, it's basically, it's basically because PUBG came out that you ended up stopping. It's because I'm a, I'm an online gamer. I just love yeah. that. I think that's like what I always say about Pez and stuff. And, and I know we'll get on to that in a minute, but I like. I like the missions. I don't know what it is with Grand Theft. I can play that all day and do the stupid side missions and I can just sit there and just pee about. But I think because I'm on a horse and I'm running around, I just got a bit bored of like going in. I just kept going into building. Unbelievable. What I, what I love doing, what I love doing, though, just before you, you tell, tell me a new one, is going into the fucking shops and just holding people up and killing them and then getting chased. But after a bit, that gets a bit boring. So I was doing the missions and lassoing people and everything. And and genuinely, it's a proper looker of a game. This so, oh, I mean, so clever. You mentioned there about the fact that, obviously, because of the technology, they're sort of like constantly improving. You're never usually going to be able to find anything graphically that comes close to a PC game. And especially if that, you know, that's what, like, sort of Angry Joe was saying when you watch his video is that, he can't believe that how good. Granted, obviously, the HDR filter on uh, the PS4 Pro, and I'm sure, I think it must be the same on the Xbox One, it does not work. But yeah. you still get the upscale of 4K when you have it off. Yeah. It just looks incredible. I, I have never played a game which is so intricate, and you can actually appreciate the amount of time that's gone into it just because of the amount of naturally occurring things. I mean, I was telling the story to my friend, of which I'll try and keep very brief, um, about when one of the guys in camp was telling me that if I want to go hunting and be successful, you need to make sure you're clean. So when you clip the two sticks in, you can see that there's an order coming off you. So you can't necessarily hunt in silent because the animals will be able to smell you. So I went into town to get a bath 
and everything that transpired from there, which was just completely naturalistic and organic, that ended up me being on the run because I somebody like there was a hooker that came out of one of the saloons who said he thought he'd, she'd killed one of the clients who I had to then dump into the pig pen out the back which then transpired that somebody spotted me. And obviously if you see a witness and he runs to the sheriff, he's too far away. I end up shooting him in the back of the head. The sheriff sees it. The whole town comes after me. Yeah. I have to hide in another town and just all the beautiful things that transpire like that as well. And I think, you know, cut scenes aside, all of the little things that happen in it because the characters are so well-rounded that you could quite easily bypass, especially the stuff that happens in camp, like the writing and the story creation and the characters in there, uh, as good as some of the tosh that Netflix had turned out, yeah, like nine times out of ten. Just the, the amount of detail and work that's gone into it is just absolutely incredible. So I can understand where you would come from from that online point of view, but I just think for anyone, I think the one thing that I find refreshing is when you see the Game Awards this year, you still have the front runners being single-player games, so God of War, Spider-Man, and Red Dead. And that at least gives me confidence that the fact that we go into the new year with a new list of games coming out, the likes of Resident Evil 2 Remake and stuff like that, that single-player games still have a place on the market, even though there's obviously the strength of PUBG and Fortnite that are obviously taking over the majority of it with quite a lot of the casual gamers as well. No, that's a very good point, to be fair. And, and uh, look, I'm, I'm one of these, it's like Metal Gear Solid, you read the reviews, they go, 10 out of 10, what a game. I bought Metal Gear Solid 5. I bought the pre-log, the pre-log, the prologue, played that, that little cheap version they brought out where yes. you had so many missions. It yeah. sort of gets you into the new sort of Fox Engine use of it, which, to be fair, is the the, the proper way the Fox Engine should be used, hint, hint, as we go into our next uh, topic, uh, as always. But <laughs> um, I get to a point where I can only fucking... Uh, like it's like Splinter Cell, I can only play it so long. No, I'm always been a little bit the same with Metal Gear. I think the most recent one, I, I, I obviously appreciated again the amount of. I'm kind of almost finding that a little bit, as you can imagine, with a very young family. That Red Dead will probably last me a good six, seven, eight months to complete. You know, especially looking at the the way that the story is going at the moment. I mean, it's easily you know what about hundred hours or something like that as well. Yeah, but I think I've really only had like one big session on it, and it's definitely one of those games that rewards longer play. So when I'm just playing it like an hour at a time and stuff like that, you need to be relatively sort of frugal and do quite a lot of the missions because obviously it rewards you for doing quite a lot of the hunting and stuff like that as well. But you know that's not to its detriment. It's still a wonderful game. No, no, I'm with you on that. And I'm sure at some point when it drops under 20, I'll probably buy it back because I'm that sort of thick well, gamer. So it's funny you say that, isn't it? Because obviously the beta online is out for it at the moment. So even though quite a lot of me and my friends are sort of being in a party chat with PlayStation 4 and we're all playing it offline together and sharing our different stories of the way that we're actually playing the game as well, it won't be long until the actual full online element of that will be out as well. So that, sh that should be very interesting. And it's whether he's got the legs as well, because I know GTA Online's still going strong. So biggest selling is it in the billions? Is it like four billion or something like that? That game's made. He's still in the top ten now, Andrew. He's still yeah. in the top ten games. It's incredible, but isn't it? People are still buying it. That's that's just because of the fact that they've just basically invested so much in the online content that there's just new stuff on there all the time. 
Yeah, and again, I do. To be fair with GTA Online, as soon as I got online, all I want to do is fuck people up. I literally <laughs> just go around running people over and just wanted to kill uh, people. If only there was an option to do that on Fallout 76, but let's not get into that. And thank you. Oh, God, yeah. Time and money in that as well, because that just sounds like a car crash. Yeah, I've not even touched that piece of shit. Mm. Now, now let's get on to yeah. the topic we were going to... Well, the two subjects, Pez. Now, it's our game. You were originally Pez Hunter, now Pixel Hunter. custodian of Pez Hunter as well, but exactly. it got me into realising that there were other things I could actually discuss rather than pouring bile and frustration on a game that I used to love so much. But Exactly. For anyone who's not listened to the podcast, Andrew was Pez Hunter. He was quite well-respected YouTuber. Uh, me and Andrew did um, a Manchester X Play Expo last year where we, we actually worked for uh, Sociable Soccer, which was like the Sensible Soccer, uh, which is an old retro game for any of you guys who are sort of millennials or whatever. But it's something that we were passionate about and we mm. just we just worked one day and we it's led on to us. Obviously, I was doing the podcast. Me and Andrew uh, became good friends. We've, you know, uh, done a few podcasts. And one of the things that Andrew has been frustrated at is the fact that Pez was just an absolute shit show in 2018. And you moved away from that and we're having to find other things to do, weren't you? So you've got into... I think it probably just made me realise that there's not really enough time in the world to be negative about everything as well. There's so much negativity on social media that, you know, that, that area of the market is quite easily taken up as well. You know, and you would get that from, I don't know, the likes of Angry Joe that they've got. I've just not got time for stuff like that. I only want to either watch, listen to, or play the things that I enjoy. So nine times out of 10, the things that I would promote now, album of the week, films, TV shows, and games are only stuff that I would be the same with my friends this is really good, watch, play, look at, or listen to this. And, and that's a natural uh, evolution, I think, as well. Now, what do you think of Pez this year? Have you played it? So I was always of the mind, very cynically, when I first picked it up, that it was going to have teething issues. And, you know, by the by, it's been exactly the same with FIFA, but I was always of that mind that unless it was going to bowl me away... I would utilise, speaking of game, I would utilise <laughs> the high trading value, look at what the um, look at what the download files were like, whether anyone had any completed ones, and obviously because it was still in its infancy, even though some of the um, people who were closer to the game probably had earlier copies of it, like um, Pez Universe, yep. obviously create the option files so that it makes all of the teams official, or as much of them as possible, and I couldn't so there was that at that time where I couldn't really find a good combination of everything to try and make the game as official as possible because the one thing I absolutely despise is having either duplicate players or fake players within the actual Masters League. So that was a sort of a slight fr frustration, you know, not to the detriment of the game itself, but then it was just... It was still having the, the same things as, as last time with the... With the difficulty, there was it was so frustrating because there were so many elements, and I know you'll touch on the new patch as well, so that'll probably turn me around a little bit as well. But there were just so many elements again that just were so inherently frustrating with the offline play that just made me think I need to utilize for for money's sake the high trading value there is at the moment and pick up FIFA while at least with FIFA, still might have its teething issues, and subsequently it definitely did, because it was an absolute mess to begin with. 
and then just maybe pick it up around the corner because we obviously know historically that Pez doesn't do very well in respect to FIFA sales. And usually after Christmas, you could probably pick it up for about £15, £12 anywhere. No, no, I, I agree because to be fair, the one thing they did this year, Pez, which, which I've been sort of chomping at the bit and everyone who listens to the podcast, I fucking slated the game, you know, whatever. I've had me fallings out with Konami as we've been well documented on the podcast. I'm not saying I'm fucking, uh, you know, some sort of anti-hero with Konami, but I just want Pez, like you do, to be back what it was. Now, we yeah. all have different things. I'm an online gamer. You're an offline gamer. So yeah. for me, it's got to work online. It's never worked online for, you know, 2000 and... 2011 MLO. I always go on about that. The Masters League Online, fucking amazing. Best mm -hmm. Masters League I've ever played. It was so yeah. basic. Yeah. There for hours, trolling for little bargains. Fantastic. The online work, that was the one of the only Pezzies this gen or last gen as such that actually had a beta. And that actually led into the online being stable. Since then, it's been a mess. We've talked about it loads of times. But I have championed the fact that Pez should come out to beat FIFA when the Premier League season starts or when the league start around the world. Yeah. So they get the jump on it. It's relevant. The football season starts. People go, oh, fucking hell, there's a football game out. Oh, yeah, we know FIFA 18 was out and now it's FIFA 19 or whatever. But yeah. Pez might gain a bit of traction. So as I said before, I got a gaming PC. I thought, right, I'm going to buy a PC. I'm going to mod it. Watch all like the true bit videos, Pez Universe. Yeah, because he does all the proper official hack. So, yeah, for people that don't know, if you have a PC, you can basically edit it a million times more than if you have the console version to make it exa look exactly like the Barclays Premier League and so on and so forth. Exactly. So, so I, have, as you know, I mostly play with my when I've played Pez the last few years online, it's been with Steve O. Um, on the PS4, uh, Xbox never really touched because you can't do any editing on the Xbox. On the PS4, you can get USB, uh, add in your option files so you can put yeah. the full kits in. But as you yeah. know, the same thing. Can't do it on the Xbox. It's absolutely useless. As much as Microsoft are sort of gamer-friendly gamer these days. I didn't realize, so that's that's exactly the same again this year? Yeah, it's fucking useless. It's oh. just pointless. Unless your team are licensed, you're pretty much knackered. I know um, that Deimos, who used to follow, he yeah, yeah, yeah. he can do something, but you've got to swap accounts to do it, and it's a ball. Um, yes. You've, got to, you've right. got to trust someone with your details or his details. You don't, yeah. But yeah you, why would you have to go to that like length to just get the exactly. team official? Yeah. And if the game's not playing well, as we know it hasn't, what is mm. the fucking point? So <laughs> I went on PC. Downloaded an option file. I bought it on Steam. I uh, know I bought it from CD Keys. It was about 23 quid. I thought it's a no-brainer. Mm -hmm. Put it on. Um, now, it doesn't matter because the games would run at 60 hertz anyway, but I'm at yeah. the moment, I'm running a 1080Ti and an i7-8700K, which are like, at the time when I got my PC, 6 were gold, were the best things out there. So, mm -hmm. bang on. I can run it ultra, whatever I want. Uh, game looks really good. Uh, HDR filler and everything. Literally, Andrew, I swear to God, it's so easy to just drop in, you know, the files and that. But I haven't done the full, because you do like a full Sky presentation and you yes. watch the True Brits um, yeah. page. He, has, he does proper commentary. and, and yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah, it's good. He is good and, and, and really good like what he does. But I thought, go on PC. I'll get it on PC. The one mistake I've made, and, and this is, again, the show in the declining pets. Can I get a game online? I literally go in the UK lobbies yeah and i'm not joking to you there must be 15 people showing in them rooms and they're all password protected because it's obviously friends 
it, it would do it. I have to go on the Russian one, and let's say can get one game an hour. It's so fucking. Why, why is that? It's just it's a joke in it because obviously for years the PC they, they, they've made like a hybrid version on the PC, aren't they? For a few years, saying like we want it the same as the PS4 and Xbox. And to be fair to Konami, I, I can't believe we defended them. They used to say we don't get the sales because of pirating or you know the, the actual people playing it. But when you actually go in them lobbies, it's like a fucking desert town. You'd think the game's been out for about four or five years. You know, so like is it that? There are more. So, would the the likelihood be that the majority of people playing it online will be on PS4? Yeah, I mean, I think. I mean, this week it's just got an Xbox Game Pass. So, if you pay seven ninety nine, so like I'm fucking promoting the game then, but I'm not. If you if you if you pay seven ninety nine a month, you get like all the latest Microsoft games, like Forza Four, Horizon, and all that stuff, and yeah. Gears or whatever. But, yeah, a little bit like the PlayStation Plus membership. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but but that's actually on there now. PES 2019 is on there, which is good. But then there's a light version of, on the PS4 coming out, which is just mm -hmm. for my club. But I swear to God, that fucking my club again. My team is ridiculous. The my club, my club is the equivalent of your ultimate team, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking wank. I mean, I, I literally have got. I'm not joking. I've got up front. I've got and I packed him as well. I've got the ball. The ball. I've got Romario, Brazilian Romario, years mm -hmm. ago. Messi. Uh, Marco Royce, um, and we're going all the way back. But basically, the whole team is just superstars. And I've literally played four games, and I've got mm. that team. How can that? Yeah, that's not any sort of like consistent arc, is it really? Yeah, what are you working towards there if you've already got the best players on the game? It's nonsense. Basically, if you bought the Ultimate Edition, you're going to get the best players. And and like I had Beckham, I've got Gareth Bale, I've got uh, Coutinho. It's just nonsense. And I, I literally, I swear to you, I've literally played about four games. Um, and I'm like, it should be, you start with a shit team, shit players. You have to absolutely earn your coin. Yeah. And I think to a certain extent, I, I, I would always do that from a, from a Masters League perspective. But mm -hmm. again, like, like I say, what, once, unless... And obviously, people are free to comment. And uh, when this goes live on uh, social media later as well, if, like you alluded to, and on the forums, the most recent patch has actually eradicated any of those issues, then maybe I still will go back and after Christmas have a look once I've maybe exhausted the career mode and the story mode on on FIFA. Um, well, if, if you sorry to cut across you, but if you download that now, you can play my club offline. So you can actually play the game as it is now. And this is the best patch that he's played. Okay. And it does play a good game. I mean, and one thing I have done, Andrew, and I can't believe, you know, like I say, you know how critical I've been in that game and everyone knows the pretense yeah. of this podcast was that, which is how shit Pez was, is I've played a lot of it manual or uh, one-bar assistance. I played manual quite a lot and I've quite enjoyed it manual uh, against the computer. Right. There. There's a different challenge, yeah, because obviously I would do the... I always love the semi-assist shooting, you know, like holding back yeah. uh, low shots and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, try it. I mean, even if you just did manual passing and see how you go on, but it adds a game. But genuinely, you can play the Pez now if you go on the PS Store, Pez Lite. It might, it might be tomorrow, actually. I think it might be the 14th if it was going live, but it's literally on there. But don't go online. Online's just a fucking disaster. And like I say, the pay... Pay to win. And is that the gen is that the general consensus then across most of the forums is that the the the, the online version of the game is is still dreadful? As long as it, it's not dreadful, if me and you were playing, yeah, we were playing how we would play. I mean, obviously, we've never really played. We never played Pez against each other. But if we were playing Pez, 
and you said, right, I'm, we're playing one, you know, one bar assisted, and I just went with your settings. We yeah. played, you know full well we are going to play that game as a, as mates would play. We'd try and beat each other, but it's not going to be where you're going to be just whoring the through ball or you're going to be, you know what I mean? You're going to try and play a game of football, so you'll enjoy yeah, you're it. Realizing the elements of yeah. the, that would most directly help you score a goal. Yeah. Exactly. But as soon as you play some little wanker online who just wants to beat you and fucking, you know, I'm not saying they don't want to beat, everyone wants to beat you, but they just want to cheat the way to, to victory, which is what Pez has had a problem with online for years now. And this is coming from, this isn't sound great, this is coming from someone who's played thousands of games of Pez. Mm -hmm. So I'm not some fucking mug who just comes on every six months slagging the game off. I've played thousands of games of Pez over the years. I mean, more than I've ever played FIFA. And I've had FIFA on a loop for maybe five or six years on and off where I've played a lot of games online. I have played more games on Pez and I'll never, it'll never catch up FIFA ever, I don't think. It'll take a good three or four years at least to be constantly playing. And I'm not even touching FIFA 19 at the moment. So genuinely, that, and that's for someone who even was going to compete at a competitive level at PES. I'm not even good enough now, I'm shit, but I was at one point pretty good at the old PESs. Um, but it does work with friends. So if you and your friends did it, you, I think you can play each other with your, with your my club team. So it might be a work, yeah, work round. I'm just, uh, uh, I think we probably spoke about it before as well. I can only ever, I mean, I've never ever been a fan of that sort of fantasy draft element of sport. I always want, you know, the, the career element of the game as well. Like, I know that most people will, you know, so that's obviously why Masters League has still been there as much as it probably hasn't been touched for about three years. I always want that little element of about, and there was something about me maybe in the infancy of the game where I did like that ridiculous element that the older players would re would, would be reborn, so you could go and get Pilo and Buffon or something like that. But even that, the fact that they've not really changed that element of it as well, or that you know that there were the generic classic players in the team, and you could find an option file out there that would obviously make them all official and give them the right looks and stuff like that. So you could end up like building more or less like a classic Man United team on the Masters League and stuff. That's some great, you know, games like that and some careers on on some of the previous iterations as well. And, you know, maybe if, like you said, the patch has kind of rectified any of the issues that they've seen before, um, because I know one of the things that when I was looking on social media had that same element from last year that it wouldn't have mattered whether you were playing Barcelona or Stoke, but if you had the game setting at a particular level, the teams would perform at that level regardless of the individual stats of the players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's one thing I just couldn't abide, really. I like it to be competitive, but I like it to also feel different as well. Yeah, and and I think as well, it's like I, I'm not someone who can play like stuff like Championship Manager and that, but I want no. something where it feels like I've got to go on a, a transfer market and actually... I, I, I mean, I love that element of it as well, you know. Yeah. I, re I really, I think, and especially with FIFA 19, as much as... When you start to initiate a transfer with my PS4 Pro, it sounds like it's about to take all, but I, I swear to God, I think the bearings are going to explode and my, <laughs> my fan is going to smash through my bloody TV stand. But um, that little element of it, granted, like the last handful of players that have probably signed in FIFA 19 have actually dropped the wages, but that's obviously because they just want to play for me. And I've created a fictitious Nigel Clough on it because we actually started as Nottingham Forest in the in the FIFA career as well. But I just think there are so many elements within that that even FIFA haven't really changed over the last couple of years that are just light years ahead of where Pez is. Because I know you were probably mentioning before where the Masters League was concerned in the initial stages with with Pez is that the 
other teams were didn't hardly had enough outfield players in the squads that they were just selling so many of the players so that all of the outfield players were completely depleted. Yeah, like goalkeepers were having to play outfield. So I mean, as much as there are still basic elements in FIFA that I wouldn't understand, like when fixtures change near the back end of the season, you'll have like the the FA Cup final, and then you'll have like the penultimate league game a day after or something like that, which means that you need a squad of about 40 just to get through. But at least there's so much more depth with it, which yeah. again would obviously still convince me that it would still need to be like sort of February, March time that I'd be looking at picking up Pez because I know I'd probably only be playing it for a few months before the newer versions of the games came out. Yeah, and, and I think as well, I agree. I mean, Obviously, with FIFA, I'll give you because obviously, like you, you play, you are playing FIFA a lot more than I'm. Played to death, really. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, look, these that, that I agree. I mean, I, I've got FIFA 19. We have pro clubs. I rave about pro clubs, but unfortunately, it's not been changed again. It's it's probably the best mode they've got outside Ultimate okay. Team. I hate Ultimate Team. Yeah. Uh, I don't like to say because I'm, I'm online. I want to play people, sort of human people as so such. Explain, explain pro clubs to me. Well, basically, there's me because uh, I'm I'm one of nine, so there's like nine of us. I'm the oldest, okay. I'm forty. So, but my whole family of gamers going up to me online. Yeah. Who's sixty-two? He still plays Call of Duty every single day. COD Four, <laughs> just noob tubes the fuck out of it. But we've been gaming since it was like three years old. So every one of us is a gamer, even uh, like boyfriends and girlfriends who've gone into the family. My youngest sister's nineteen, and they're all gamers. Like it seems to me, we all get with people who are into gaming, but um. Basically, there's me, my brother Adam, my brother Javier, um, my sister. Uh, she's 19. We've got weird families, uh, weird families, weird names, everyone, but uh, Felicidad. <laughs> and then there's my daughter Jordan and my nephew Kyle, who's my brother Adam's lad. And we are a team. Okay. So one and individual uh, players. Yeah, we all create an individual player. Yeah. And then one of us, you all choose a position when you pick your team. So you've got the 11 on the screen, you pick where, where you're going to go. I, I'm up front. My, I'm actually uh, Hulk, Hulk Hogan, six foot four, uh, <laughs> two hundred and forty pound. He got handlebar moustache as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he, does. he does change sometimes to Ric Flair and Stone Cold. Right, okay. Most of the time, he's because the commentator actually says Hogan all the time. So he's got yeah, a left foot. Plays for Villa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm right footed, but in real life, but in this game, I've got a left foot cannon of a shot. So all my eggs. So, so you've got like this progress thing where basically you, you as you're playing, you get reward points, which you can then... And would you play against the computer components or do you play against other people as well? No, no, it's just purely against people online. So, okay. so, so basically you go into games. So what you can end up with is you could basically end up with 11 v 11, which is something Pez brought in. Yes. But it never works. No. But what on pro clubs, it works. So what happens is, say these five of us on a team, which most of the time there is, one player... Has to go to them, yeah. yeah. It's called any, so basically, because yes. other teams do it, and their any will be the CPU. So, what you do is you press Y and it'll actually automatically pass to you. So, it's a bit of a blag. So, you, you can, but you've also got to there's got to be an element of teamwork in that that, that somebody isn't calling for the ball in the wrong position, yes. Yeah, because you'll get a defender who'll just try and hoof the ball to the right winger when there's just literally no chance of... Yeah, so it that. helps that it's everyone that knows each other on that team. Exactly. So we always have one person who plays as any. So literally, you could have two people on the team. So say it was you and me, you could go as any. As long as you've got two players, you can play a game in pro clubs. It doesn't have to be the same set of people. You could have three people on one night and you play your club games or your cup games. So it really works, but... 
it's literally a player growth thing. So my my striker cannot go any further, but we've not played now for five weeks. But as a game mode, it's great because it's a laugh. But when you're getting beat, it's not, you get against some really good teams. But that's the only mode of play now. Like I've spent a lot of time playing Ultimate Team over the years, a lot of time. Yeah. You know, going back from 2000, I don't know if it was 2009, 2010 when it come out, I've literally spent a lot of time playing it. I just can't touch FIFA now. I just cannot touch the game other than pro clubs. I play the odd game if a mate says, do you want to play, you know, one-on-one? -on -one. And I will enjoy it, but it's just FIFA. It just feels lifeless. And I actually think this year, Pez has nailed it on other than the shot variation. But it's just lifeless Pez as well because there's no modes behind it. It's like a demo. It's like a well, tech demo. I think the thing that saved me, because um, obviously, as you know, moved quite a lot out of the area. And quite a lot of my friends have as well. So I think the thing that we did rely on, especially in the infancy of us all moving into different areas of Manchester or South Manchester or Cheshire, um, was when Destiny came onto um, the PlayStation Network as one of the free games for the PlayStation Plus for October, I think. Yep. That was great because even though we weren't that interested in playing it, it was a great way to go into a PlayStation chat and there's like four of us that are obviously close friends and even if we weren't that bothered about the game, it was just a really good way to catch up and stuff like that. And the one thing that has really frustrated me, because I know that you alluded to the Masters League online with Pez before, is that there wasn't actually a way um, to play the FIFA career mode um, like online or anything like that. And only recently have I actually realised an element of the PS4 share play mode. So I don't know whether you've used it before, Oh, yeah. yeah. I never, ever used it before at all. And just on a whim um, the other day, and my friend was wanting to look at what the um, career mode on FIFA looked like. So, you know, and I was showing him what my, like I said to you, I've created my manager's Nigel Clough. I was the Nottingham Forest team. We've actually just, I've just moved to Inter Milan as well. Um, and when you go down to the option of share play, it's obviously got the, the thing of give the controller to somebody else. So if you're wanting to sort of show off a game and they can play it, and I never realised there was that other option underneath, which was like play the game together. Mate, that has been fucking revelationary, honestly. Like, so now me and another friend at any one time can play the career mode on FIFA, even though we're not in the same house together as well. Granted, they don't, often get like a great reception it obviously is driven by uh, my internet which because we're slightly out in the sticks here as well i don't have my beautiful wired in stockport virgin media 100 meg virgin broadband but you know it just what what an incredible function that we can still do it so maybe regardless of the fact that before its sixth patch iteration came out so that it was actually playable I can actually now play the career mode with my friends online as well, which is a great touch. Um, I don't know whether you played it in, in its infancy, FIFA, but there were so many elements of it at the start which had just almost rendered it unplayable. So there was definitely a point where when we were playing it offline that we actually thought that we were going to stop playing it because yeah. the blocking and the overpowered computer defenders we're just making it impossible to play in any sort of variable way whatsoever. You know, you would have to almost be standing about 10, 15 yards away from a computer defender to actually bend a shot round them. And even then it felt like they were still going to be able to get a toe in the way of it as well. It was just ridiculous. And this yeah. is maybe where FIFA have obviously got the upper hand on 
pairs just because they've got so many players, um, so many more team members that we're now looking at a sixth patch. And when you look at the patch notes, when it comes out to improve it, because obviously, as you know, there'll be a lot of online players. I don't even know whether it, it, whether the general consensus online is that it's better, but it's like playing a different game now. I mean, yeah. we shouldn't have to be sitting here on like the 13th of December and saying, finally, we, we actually have a, a FIFA that can play relatively well offline because it's been out now for what? A month? No, two months, hasn't it? Two months. Yeah, two months. End of September it came out. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous that you're even allowed. Who the fuck tests those games before they even come to market? That it actually takes an online community who basically just pans them. Like, even people who they're sponsored to play the game, who are just like, it's unplayable, and then they have to fix it five times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't happen once. And even when I'm playing it, I'm like, hmm. And it's only taken now, like over the last few weeks, where you're like, oh, it, it, it now feels like a competitive game. Like, I'm beating, we're beating the easier teams because obviously, as you can imagine, we're in like the year 2023 and our Inter Milan side is absolutely disgusting. We've got like Mbappe and Junior and bloody Icardi and people like that. And, you know, when you play against the tougher European opponents, it's brilliant. You know, and again, when you play against the Minnows who put 10 men behind the ball as well, it's still competitive as well. But why why is it taken that long to get to that point for it to actually be a convincing game? But I, I don't know whether most of those guys that I would actually see playing online think it's anywhere near the game that it should be yet. I don't know. It's it's funny because going back to I'll go back to that quickly, that, that PS4 share thing. And obviously... Yes. Xbox at the moment are trying everything because they're so far behind in sales. You know, right. It's great to be a gamer, really, because yeah. Xbox is just like, you know, we're going to go, you know, we'll share like Fortnite and all that stuff with, with PS4 and all this, where they were slagging them off, weren't they saying they wouldn't do like the, um, you know, cross play and all that. And they've caved in now, aren't they? And all which is great. It's great for gamers, basically, because most people are multi gamers anyway. And if you're not, you've got that option now. But I do agree. Me and Steve have done that where we've played PES. Uh, on the PS4, just shared the controller, but then you play together. And I agree with you. It's one of the best, and it's one of the most underappreciated modes. Not a lot of people talk about it, but it's actually, if you don't want to buy that game, you can so, play with them. It's only because we were thinking about it the other day because it was, um, oh, God, what is it called? Is it called No Way Out? But <laughs> that feels yeah, yeah. Like is that what it's called? That's not Pri like the prisoner one. We, we talked about it ages ago, yeah. Yeah, and we always promised ourselves. I mean, we could probably, it, to be honest, it'll probably be one of those games that'll come out as a. The Heineken Police Wife, thank you. There you go. I'm even getting beer brought to me as well, which is beautiful, isn't it? Even promoting? No, I was going to say, <laughs> not to promote the beer that I would get for free. We just got our Christmas present as well, which was two free crates as well. So oh, nice. Yeah, it's nice. Right. Yeah, I don't understand why it isn't promoted more because. I can imagine that, especially, you know, I don't know if you're in London or something like that or wherever, where people would have that consistent, like, high internet speed. Because I know with mine, I think when it's at its highest point, it's like 30 meg. And I know my friend who's got, like, a relatively stable connection says that it might drop off now and again. Yeah. But, but yeah. to be able to play, like, any offline mode of the game and only one of you needing one copy of that game, the only sort of frustration is that it only lasts an hour and you need to keep going in and refreshing it, so you need to stop it and start it again. But, again, that only takes two minutes, really. So It'll be something I think they'll bring in. And it's a bit like the old, uh, you can ring someone after 6 o'clock on your house phone, but after an hour, you've got to <laughs> ring them back. You remember that old classic? You know, it's, it's 59 minutes. Like that as well. Yeah, yeah. Worse. <laughs> 
when you're in like the last 10 minutes of like the Champions League semi-final, you both can hear yourself sweating over the microphone as well. You've got a free kick on the edge of the box and then it says share play will be ending in two minutes and you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, honestly, that's so realistically at the moment between obviously with time being very precious and the fact that I don't know why recently, probably because our daughter who's only seven weeks old is starting to get into a nice little pattern, but we've actually been watching quite a lot of films as well. So um, doing that and obviously sticking those on the Pixel Hunter, but now and again, when my friends have a little bit of time to catch up as well, just a handful of games on, on FIFA 19 as well. I mean, you're right, there are, it still needs so much more work in terms of what we should be paying for, you know, in terms of a more well rounded career mode. I think the thing that really irks me is that there are no trophies linked to the career mode at all which just shows you everything and i think it's almost a little bit the same with the korean the masters league in pez that i know yeah. it's not the be all and end all but they're sort of nice little carrots for me to chase after because i always remember historically on the on the pez ones it was when the treble in europe when the treble in south america and when you know those sort of things that you could do uh whereas on fifa 19 i, I don't think that there's hardly any no anywhere. there there isn't I, I i agree and i think as well one thing with Pez, I don't know about you, but the one thing I absolutely... I, I played a bit of the Masters League when it first came out, and, yeah. and I was like, right, let me play it. They're saying it works on manual, so I started playing manual. I played the demo manual a lot, because obviously you've only got the demo, you're not online anyway. But you can play the demo online. That's what me and Steve actually did, was uh, the share play. So you can play the demos on online gaming, in theory, because you can just... Okay. You know, you can share the controller, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, playing against each other, sort of thing. So we end up doing like a two-player games, and you can play the demo as a multiplayer game, which is great. Um, and I did it with Daniel Henry, who used to be on WMB. We played a couple of games on the PS4 like that. Share play uh, yeah. last year, not this year, but last year. But the one thing is that that's absolutely atrocious on PES, and I know it sounds fucking stupid. People are like, what are you going about? But it's the text and type. They've got this weird type on Pro Evo, and it's like up and down. So you say you've got a line, it's like they've used um, some weird font. And what happens is, say it says like Manchester United, it'll be the M will be on the line, the A will be below it, the N will be the other, and it's like it's like I don't know what it is. It's just a weird font. And I literally Adam Batty, stop everything. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just get on your developers for Christ's sake. You can't even get terrible. the font right. The type is terrible, mate. And literally, it, after the game, it was so stupid. Like, this guy's gone to international play or this guy's injured. Dead generic fucking crap stuff you see every about two or three games. And it's so difficult to read. It's like, I don't even care what that oh. says. I just press A, go past it, or X. Yeah, and, and that's like, don't do it. Either don't have it as an afterthought, just don't do it. Um, that reminded me, actually. So FIFA was that bad at one point that when I was looking on social media and I was just like, I need, I tried, I need to, this game to be good. I don't want to affect like the sliders on my own and I've never done it because it really feels like an artificial way of improving the game and I just can't ever see me playing the game like that. But I actually noticed that there was a, a forum dedicated to it and they basically have tests and tests and tests and tests and tests. And then they have a general consensus that comes out that actually says, adopt these sliders and everything will work absolutely fine. And actually, for that little brief period of time where it was a bag of shit and uh, they had it in there to... I mean, I actually don't know whether they've done one since because, to be honest, 
the game for me, just for me, everyone else plays absolutely fine. We're playing at a legendary at the moment as well. Obviously, it helps that our team is ridiculous because, like, Mbappe at the moment is like 96 or something like that out of 100. So he's just absolutely disgusting. So. It's it's brilliant. It plays really well, and I didn't really feel like there was a massive tra- from professional to world class. Initially, there was, but world class to legendary doesn't. The, the difficulty change is different. The computer teams are just more intricate and more challenging, but not unfair. Not to the point where it feels like ah oh, they're gonna put a move together now where it's like watching Barcelona and I can't do anything and oh they've either hit the post or or foot they've scored. So yeah, exactly. I don't feel like I'm being robbed. In a sense, it's probably I've probably had too many beers and I'm very tired now, and we, we need to save it and maybe forget about that last game that we played and go to bed. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, yeah, yeah, for me, it, it, it works. There, you know, there are so, so many elements. I would probably say that everyone else would reiterate by I rely very heavily on both the time shooting, which is a really good feature, but the timed finesse shooting for me almost feels like a guaranteed way to score a goal if you're yeah. desperate to get back into the game with the right people from the right area. And yes, you obviously need to be accurate with it, but I feel like I scored those goals more often than not. I score nice creative goals. I find it very hard to score from crosses. Um, I think that's always been the case. I know that you know maybe the modern game doesn't rely on that so much as well, but I find it very, very, very hard to be you don't necessarily have those good like 50-50 challenges in the air. I feel like nine times out of ten, the computer's always got an advantage. I'm not saying that if you win the ball in the air, even with an, a good attacking striker, that you are guaranteed a goal every time. But there should be a little element of, I want to be able to utilise the wings and cross the ball in rather than going out wide and cutting back inside and looking for that little shot on the edge of the box. Yeah. I, want, I want the variety of the game to not only make it look good, but to give me another option to be able to get a goal as well. So, Yeah, it's got to be organic, hasn't it? You've got to create yeah, of course it has, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be one of these who, I say, spams a certain thing. I know I've just talked about finesse shot as well there, but I want it to be variable to be actually able to go back to it. Yeah, because FIFA was always the one where you could do certain things, like say finesse shots, you could do certain things on certain positions on the edge of the box if you were struggling to score. Now, I know, uh, you know, as much as we all rave about PES 5 and 6, I played a, I played like a good few thousand games on the, well, it was the original Xbox game, but it was on the Xbox 360 online because it came out just before the 360 came out. Yes. And I played online on that. And what that used to be was a very strange online structure but I can, I can remember it yeah one half would be hosted by you yes the other half would be hosted by yeah. them so that's where you got yeah. the, the lag cheats because yes. it wasn't that strong then i think i'd like a two gig a two meg a relatively nice unique idea really yeah yeah so so you, you knew that if you got a first half where you were getting peppered and it was a shit show of lag and cheating second half you could make amends even if you were like a couple down it was pathetic but people used to do that but PES 5 had its cheating online. Like you would you would literally, you could go to the byline and cut in, say, from the D. You go to the, you'd run along parallel or online with the actual 18-yard box. You cut in, and the cutback goals were there. And it was something that we always used to say as friends, no cutback goals. Even we did tournaments at my house. I've got videos on YouTube years old that we used to play tournaments at my yeah. house and uh, of PES. And that was the same thing, no fucking cutbacks, no sweaty goals. Even FIFA now, no sweaty goals, because you know when you're playing your mates that... The last thing you want to concede is some wanker going in the edge of the box and just cutting it across, so the keeper's just null and void. So, we well, were... I mean, there's some 
guy out there, I can't remember what the YouTuber's called as well, but I think it comes up on my regular feed just because I watch it before I'm drifting off is um, once when the game was absolute dog shit, it's just showing like a rage compilation of some of the most popular uh, FIFA online players as well uh, when the game was at its worst as well. So I, that is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, they get to see that as well. I mean, yeah, there's some yeah. of the biggest FIFA players out there that when it was at its worst, just some of them, like how many replaced pads there must be in a 10-minute video. Is- <laughs> yeah. How many fucking control pads wedged in uh, concrete walls, I think. You know, I'll tell, tell you a good story. Um, when uh, It was when FIFA came out, actually, wasn't it? Um, a game were doing a trade-in where you could actually, if you were buying FIFA, you could trade in your old pad and get like a brand new one for a tenner or fifteen quid or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. And I obviously been, you know, I thought I'll take my used one in, not realizing anything about the pad at all. And I was about to go like slightly mental because I'd just been playing with that pad that day. And I felt the guy was being funny with me. Typically, he was like, I think he'd taken my trousers half down. Maybe you'd take my underpants down a tiny bit as well. And uh, he was like, it's not connecting to the PlayStation. I was like, what do you mean? I've literally just been playing with that. But you can probably still feel it's got my hand warmth on it as well. And he was like, well, no, it's not connecting. Plus, mate, it's got a massive dent where it looks like it's been smashed against the floor. And I was like, can't imagine what that would be, mate. No, definitely nothing <laughs> me at all. And I, I can remember explicitly in my old house just slamming it down after a game of Pez as well. So. Yeah, well, I must admit, I, I remember going to game, actually, Trafford Centre, and I'm calling him out on this with my PS4 original launch one. Nothing wrong with it. You know, I'm not... I, I understand that, but I must admit, I'm never one to throw my pad or I've, my no, brother does and my nephew no. I, I, Jordan even does it my daughter she, I've heard her do it and I hear a bang and I know she's done something so I always pay the £5 insurance so after a year if there's nothing wrong with the um, the pad I just yeah. take it back and get a new one because that's what I've been paying yeah. for like I've, I took back my Gears of War pad because it was playing up it wasn't working so I ended up getting a red one which is fine um, that'll be going back in about six, seven months but I remember seeing the PS4 in for trading and them fuckers were like, um, yeah, it's, it's not working. Um, the games aren't loading. The games aren't loading. It's not working. And I was like, I've just been playing on it. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I said, there's nothing. So there's nothing wrong with it. He went, no, it's not working. We've had it for an hour. You can't trade it in. So I was like, there's nothing wrong with it, mate. And I argued the toss with him. So I said, give me a disc. It was proper. This was only last year. Uh, before the pro came out last year. So I traded in for a pro. So I was like, can he give us a disc? He won't be an arse or anything. I said, can you give me a disc? There's nothing wrong with the, with this PS4. I've had it. I bought it from this store when it come out the day the PS4 was launched in the 22nd of uh, November in 30. I said, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I'm a grown I know they've got to take your word, haven't they? You probably get blackers in there saying he's not wrong with it, he's pro. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I can said, imagine, you imagine the usual clientele that would go into a stockport game yeah yeah <laughs> oh thankful a human jesus okay mm. Mm. genuinely i understand that like cex is a dodgy one because they're literally you know they've just nicked him out of a skipper somewhere half the time and just trade him in but Good money. genuinely genuinely there was nothing wrong with it i took it and they were having none of it it's mm. broke doesn't work i said i have had that console for four years there's nothing wrong with it no there is so can you give me a disc so i've got fee for 18 <laughs> Plugged in, it worked. I went, can you give me another disc? So he went, what? And he was like, last of us or something. I put that in. I said, what? I said, you having me off here or what? And he was like, no. I said, there's nothing wrong with his PS4. I had, I had the box still with it, the launch box with the kill zone. 
because I got two pads with it. I'm obviously only given one pad, but I had two pads of it. I had the full kill zone box when I bought it and everything. And I was like, you are taking the piss out of me. And he's like, I'm not, I said, I come in and spend loads of money. I said, mm -hmm. genuinely, I am not taking it. I said, there's not, well, we tried it in the back. I said, I don't care what he's doing. I said, you're cheating me. So I had a big Barney with the, with the guy then and was like, I'm not fucking coming back here again. So anyway, I went to CEX and I went to Granger Games before they closed down, to be fair, in Salford and just got a new one. Just get, just traded it in. I got more money for it. They didn't even question it. They went, yeah, it's fine, mate. Absolutely like, you absolute wankers. Game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a bit of advice for me and you, you've had the same thing is game will just, if they don't want to trade it in or whatever, they're just not trading it in. They'll just pick anything in it. They did it with me because I remember him saying, well, do you still want to trade it in? Because I saw my old PS uh, Vita with it. Which was yeah. Doing. Like, do you want to trade it in? I was like, no, I fucking don't. I'm not giving you fucking £300 now as well, you blackers. You know what I mean? I was like, no chance. It was like one of them offers online. You know, they say trade in, you get so much off and it'll only cost you like 60 quid or something. So literally... I had about 60 quid to pay for a pro, and I was like, yeah, you can go and fuck yourselves. So, um, uh, yeah, so I think it'd be, I think what would be interesting that I know I'm speaking from obviously a relatively personal experience where the offline is concerned, it'd just be interesting to see whether or not there'd be many more of the Rage compilation FIFA videos built on the back of the sixth patch that's out. Not that a game should have to be patched six times with that level of extensive changes before it's actually playable. But it'd be quite interesting that once you actually put the podcast up to actually see where people are at with it. So yeah, I agree. And one thing you should follow as well, one guy you should follow, Andrew, he's a guy, I don't know, you might already follow him, guy called Corey Andreas, I think his name is Andres. He's the actual community manager for FIFA, and he's a really good guy. Basically, he is the EA's version of our good friend Asim. So he, he, he literally, I think they've had a patch out twice in 10 days, you know. They've had two patches yeah. out. Yeah, they did. They did. Well, so well, he, again, like I say, after playing, yeah, I think I've got him here as well, Corey Andreas. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, okay. Plus, he's a United fan as well, so that's not a bad thing. Fucking hell, mate. Don't make that your tangent to go on to speak about them. For the <laughs> well, i tell you what, I don't think we can talk anymore about, about Pez and FIFA. Let's I, think, I think that's, like I say, it'd just be nice for that to sort of generate some discussion once it actually goes up and try and get everyone else's input into it as well, because I think for me, that is important in the right constructive way. We've obviously seen the changes. It shouldn't come to this. But I am refreshed in the fact that the community can be strong enough where FIFA's concerned because they obviously have the team in the background to be able to change it so that the game is much more playable. It feels a lot more balanced where defending is concerned. I feel like I can be conservative and aggressive when I need to be as well, you know, and I feel like I can be varied in attack. So I, I definitely am going to be playing it like into the new year at least anyway. And I haven't actually touched the story mode and as much as, you know, maybe the dialogue and the story and the characters within the story mode of Alex Hunter are questionable, at least the elements in it, which you can play multiplayer as well, are relatively refreshing. So it's definitely got legs, even though I'm not actually playing any online version of the game at all. No, it's good. And one guy you should follow as well, even though, like you say, you write the patch now feels like FIFA's organic, it's, it's, you know, it's contextual and stuff, is a guy, he was on the forums a lot, I think it's the same guy, Matt Ten, he's called. Uh, I'll tag you on him later. He does oh, sliders. No, he, he is Matt Ten. Yeah, he's the slider guy. Yeah, he's the slide. That's the person I used. Oh, well, that's fine then. That, he's the yeah, man. that's the person he used. So when the game was questionable, he was the person I, I got in touch with him, so I follow him. 
and we had a bit of a conversation and he was the one who put the sliders together yeah good man yeah he, well he's a he's a pez fan but he's he plays fifa now a yeah. lot because of the show with pez but yeah no that's good and i think um what i want to do to balance it out because you know how much i've slated the whole bloody podcast was based on slating pez and i've not been that bad tonight to be fair for my return but an element of positivity within this hour quite worrying quite worrying but because I'm used to being a, a, a you know Konami shrill, uh, troll and stuff, as people say about me. But I am going to play for the next. Say we get together, say in a month's time, and do another podcast. I'm going to play Pez when I can now to see if the, the because these people yeah. who are saying it's good are the ones who have really been critical of it. Yes, I think uh, if, if what you're saying is right, what I'll do as well off the back of you saying this. If you're saying that the offline versions of it are free, I'll probably check after Christmas to be honest, mate, because. Nine times out of ten, I can't imagine I'll be getting much of a trade FIFA back in now anyway, really, no, even though it's December. So if I can find somewhere that Pez is relatively cheap, and I would have thought by now there'll be a relatively extensive option file that covers more spaces for me, really. So I think I'll probably go and have a look at it to see where yeah, that is. I would. Well, one thing I would say, a little tip, is it was under £20 on the PSN, on the PS Store, but it's gone back up to 50 because they're doing the 12 days of Christmas. Now it's not in the sale again, but right. it will be because the PS light's gone. So in the next week, I'll try and remember if I do, because I'm waiting because Steve-O's got it. And Steve, you know how much Steve-O slated the game more than me, but he's absolutely gone from FIFA back to PES and he's loving PES online. So he's been dying for me to get it, but because I've got it on the PS4 and I've got the Game Pass, I'm like, I don't want to pay 40. I'm not paying 40 quid for it anyway. So I'm not even paying 30 quid for it. So when no, it goes no. under 20 quid, I'll get it and then we'll play online again like we used to on the old PESs. Even, yeah. you know, so, but I would wait. And if I, if I remember when it comes on sale, because it will come on sale on the PSN in the next week, uh, quid it looks like on hot uk deals as well so it's in and around yeah. 25 quid yeah just hang fire though you'll definitely get it for about 15 quid i think in the next 10 days definitely mm, yeah so i'll tag you now but anyway let's go and depress ourselves before we go um can we blur like i'm giving you three minutes on this to be yeah, honest no i don't want to talk about it too long myself um manchester united I know Bibby, if that fuck is listening, he's reveling in it. The Could you, I mean, it might. It, it obviously looked like uh, when I saw him on social media the other day that he had a, an incredible day with his family and stuff like that through his new employees, Jelly Media, who um, I think they must. It sounds like they kind of organised him to go to like a an executive day out at Man City, as much as the game wasn't well as well. I mean, it, it sickens me that there's a club that kind of has everything right at the moment as well, and we feel like whether you would argue with me or not, we feel like everything that is wrong with mod modern day football, really, that we're kind of exhibiting perfectly in almost every facet of the game. Yeah, well, we, we've been the ones, you know, we, we won, you know, that the, you look at, put it this way, 2012, City win the league, the old Aguero bit, um, you know, last day of the season, we fucked it up against uh, Everton, should have won it, they won it, fair enough, you know. Uh, 2013, Fergie stays on, we win it, it was more a case of he won that team with people like Cleverly, Smalling, Jones, uh, Ashley Young, uh, all average premiership players, but he won it basically to say two fingers up to this sort of global money-making machine that was becoming City. And he was yeah. like, you know, this this sort of cash book team. But by the way, see you later. Yeah, see you later. I'm going, you know, won the league, fuck you sort of thing. And he's left us, it's not his fault, but he's left us with players like Jones and that. He must be good at, 
massaging egos of these managers because how these fucking dead legs are still playing at Old Trafford, I do not know. But we have now turned into um, a team of just a fucking joke of a team. And and like I've said, we do a... It's horrible. Are you still going then? Because obviously... The, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. good. I'm not going. Yeah, one of my friends who's... Uh, shared a season ticket with his mate and I was going like every other game. I, I've not been for about seven, eight, nine months now. So I saw you, didn't I? Old Trafford, remember? Oh, yeah, you did. Of I course. Did. Your family, yeah, I saw you, didn't I? Because yeah. we give it up. It wasn't, be, to be fair, it wasn't about the football. And I mean that sincerely because I shared a ticket with my brother for eight years. So we've had a team. We live right near the ground. We've lived there all my life at the Quadrant, Old Trafford, near the cricket ground, everything. We always lived there. Um, and that doesn't mean we're any better fan than you, anybody else. It's not about no, that. But, no, no, but, you, but we, you know, it was so much of your life. Yeah, so. yeah. So, and, and you know, I, I've lived around near Old Trafford. My wife works, Sam works at Bloody Ford and Jordan. They both work at Ford, literally taking 20 second walk away from Old Trafford. They work on some at Busby Way. So I see it every day. But we just couldn't afford it. My brother, Jordan and Kyle, who were the younger ones, they we got them as they were kids. They're 18 now. So we'd have to move into another part of the ground. Uh, where it's full price. Well, it's all right at full price, but it's £600. I think it was £680 each for the season tickets. So we split it. So it, it, I would always pay for Jordan, but it's not that. It's the cup games. They cripple you. Mm. United take the money out at midnight after a cup draw. You're yeah. fucked, you fucked yeah. basically. I've, I've had it where we've had replays in the FA Cup. We scored last minute against West Ham a few years ago. I mean, Giggsy was still playing about 2013. Probably Van Fucking 2-2, last second, Van, he does the ball top. Van Persie scores against West Ham. I was like, fucking get in there. Yes, yes. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, fucking no, there's another. Yeah, you know, that's money out of pocket that you can't control. At, mid at midnight, the same night, it's gone. You know what I mean? It's like, I just, I can't afford that. So I was like, we give it up. And to be fair, I've not missed it this season. And that's no, a whole thing. I, I mean, it's good that, I mean, obviously, as you can imagine, like sort of family time, having a keep the young kids very entertained especially like the three-year-old being out and about and stuff like that as well that it would take have to take something very special to plan it around a game like that as well and and now i'm probably at the point where i can barely watch the highlights like yeah. i was under no illusion after that game at the weekend that we would fare any better against valencia and thankfully i was proved right because i played football that night as well and i couldn't i could barely care less about them which is an absolutely sad indictment especially while he's in charge and especially while the likes of i don't care whether people say that pogba's a good player if he can't turn up for us it shows that like him and other people couldn't care less about our our team whatsoever as well he's a yeah. disgrace pogba he's an absolute disgrace yeah you know, he, he has got the talent to be and maybe his game because he's so languid and and plays like mr soft he he is maybe suited more to Juventus, but he's almost had the football equivalent of having a silver spoon in your mouth while Vidal and Pilo have been playing like violins next to him and he's just been like the little kid who can just ping it from range and stuff. And now that he's had to go and graft and stuff like that, and granted he's probably had all of the confidence sucked out of him at the same time with Mourinho, we are just left with a wastrel in the middle of the park as well. And then even the people who he considers his leaders and stuff like that like Matic my god honestly and the problem that I have is that as much as and I don't know what y'all like is I can't see an instance where I could get excited about them while he's in charge of us because I just think he's sucking the life out of that football team it might not be as 
fault because Ed Woodward is equally as responsible. But at the moment, I have nothing good to say about that football team at all. And I almost, which is a sickening state of affairs, there's a part of me that obviously doesn't in the main one. But if we get stuffed by the Scousers at the weekend and it means that he leaves, then fucking brilliant. Yeah, I, I, you know what? It's it's funny, isn't it? Because we knew pretty much with most things, you know, as we talk about the gaming stuff, exactly the same. The, the, the thought process is the same. Like, yeah. I know now, and I am not a knee-jerk reaction. I remember no. going to, um, like, a lot of my family, because there's so many, like, my dad went... I mean, Dad watched United when they were got relegated, and there's a great documentary. Have you seen it? Have you seen Too Good to Go Down yet? I thought it was. No, I haven't. No, amazing. Yeah. It's on yeah, BT okay. Sport about United. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I've got BT. Sport, so I don't have a choice around here. Actually, I had to get. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, get it. It's really. I'm only halfway through, but it's brilliant about how we went down after the European Cup in '74 and all that shit. Really good. But I am with you on this. I think for me, I have. I stuck by, like, you know, the, the, the Moyes situation. I remember yeah. going to Vegas, funny enough. It's quite ironic. We've just come back yeah. there. But 2013, Fergie said he's retiring. Um, we'd won the league. We're playing Swansea. I was on the plane. And then they used to flash up, like, these stills of the latest news from Sky News. Because, obviously, they had the internet on the planes then, on Virgin. And it just said, David Moyes is United manager. And I was like, what the fuck? And, and then we had Fergie's last game. Uh... While I was over in Vegas, you know, everyone's up, I was upset watching it, you know, lumping the throat job and all that shit. I was that gutted he was going and his speech and that. And then I remember going to FA Cup game against Swansea and it was in the January. I think it was like the third round or fourth round FA Cup and Bowen, he scored a header and Swansea played us off the park. Um, and I'm not joking. I sat there to Jordan. I mean, Jordan was only five years ago. She was 13. I remember saying to her, He'll never be United manager. He's gone. And she was like, you know, she's like, what do you mean? I said, this is the worst I've ever seen United play. And I always spoke with Fergie and that. And the last couple of seasons, we won the league and stuff. But we weren't playing great football. But he had a good team. Rooney, Van Persie, the nucleus was there. Some class players. When they needed to turn it on, they turned it on. They weren't playing attacking football every game. That's like a fucking myth, that, to be fair. But we were a winning championship team. And obviously, Moyes just decimated that team Rio uh, Vidic the other well, like fuck off everything like that as well just think yeah. I don't need any of these winners and champions that have been here before I don't need to be drip fed into the football club and actually leave us with obviously the one thing that probably didn't help him was David Gill even at the same time as well but to actually have the arrogance to go in there and think no these guys who haven't won anything you know will yeah, yeah. be fine yeah. And then he's still to this day when he's on Talkspot the other day, he's telling that story about how he almost signed Tony Cruz. I know it's just a parody of himself almost. I forget Alan Partridge, isn't he? <laughs> well, isn't that funny that exactly that is exactly how I picture, and that's exactly how um uh, David, oh my god, what's he called? The guy who does the uh, football cartoon articles for the Guardian as well, David Squires. Yeah, uh, when he did the little sort of parody of Alan Partridge and his red leather codpiece and Mourinho, like sort of having a daydream about that while he's up in his apartment in in the Lowry, never integrated into the football club, says that he cares about them, and all he does is slag every single one of those players off, whether it's deserved or not. So yeah. no wonder, even if we are capable of 
slightly above mediocrity where we are at the moment based on a manager like, I don't know, Eddie Howe, who might actually be able to bring in some of the youth team players and actually galvanise the squad and make like the United fans care about the team that they're watching at the moment. But yeah. as long as this continues, I have very little interest because this is not the football or the club that I actually signed up for at all. No, I, and I'm with you because I, I, I agree. Watching that last night... Oh, did you watch? So, did you watch the? Yeah, yeah, I watch every game. I always watch every game. From unfortunately for me, sins from start to finish, I never miss a game for United ever. Um, even the Palace game, I vowed I wasn't going to watch it in Vegas when we played Palace, and I got up because the jet lag. Anyway, I was up and I was like, I'm fucking watching it. And I sat there. In, we had like a suite, luckily, so we sat in like the where Sam got ready in a dressing room. Just put the laptop on and watched it. And um, I. Like say LVG, I went to the semi-final against Everton uh, at Wembley. Martial, we won the FA Cup uh, the next month. Yeah. We could have gone to the final, just couldn't afford it. Yeah. Um, season ticket still going strong. We get Mourinho. We all knew what we were getting with him, but we knew he was a winner. So obviously, first season away for uh, Europa League, we we you know we qualify for Champions League. We win the um, fucking you know what's it called the fucking uh, what's it called the bloody. Uh, it's the League Cup in it, but whatever it's called now. Uh, we win, yeah, Rumble. It was a Coca-Cola Cup if you go about that far. Uh, so we win that. You think, right, great. First season, he's done exactly what was asked on the tin. Second season last year, you know, we came second. We were so far behind City. It was embarrassing, but we were the best of a bad bunch behind City. City had a standout season. Any other season, we'd have been fighting for the league. This year... And it's the third season syndrome, like he's done. Typical, um, isn't it? Yeah, it's just gone fucking wrong completely. I mean, Matic played well the other day when Pogba wasn't playing, but we're only playing against the fucking bottom of the league. So it's like, it's not anything to write home about. And then we've got Liverpool. And I was saying the other day, oh, I've got a feeling he's the type of manager we could go there and get somewhere. And after yeah. watching that last yeah. night, it's like... Look. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me anymore. I mean, in the context of that game, I'm exactly with you. They'll probably surprise me, but it just doesn't matter. I mean, this... there is no consistency whatsoever. No, and, and the one thing I'm going to say, which is, is, is terrible, is I end up watching, after I've watched United at the moment, and the people who don't support us are going to piss their pants laughing, <laughs> I end up watching other teams' football afterwards even the mls to watch some sort of attacking dynamic football just to cleanse yeah. my fucking soul of watching no that. i mean i can't i can't well i tell you what mate honestly this is i mean and it's always competitive it's always competitive and it's always good the championship this season has been absolutely incredible there's still about eight teams that can win that league I yeah. find the highlight show of that a million. It's like an afterthought going to match of the day, unless obviously, you know, there's been a, a cracking game between Leicester and West Ham or something like that, you know, because yeah, it just saddens me to watch City score. It's when um, I didn't know the scores, I'd, 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 I'd purposefully not looked at any of the scores for the Saturday afternoon game. And then I was like, ooh, bloody hell, City and uh, Bournemouth are on. And then, like, uh, Callum Wilson equalised, didn't he? I was like, oh, maybe this is the one. Oh, no, it's just because they scored four goals and they were amazing again. I see, right, okay, that's fine. But, yeah, no, for me, the, I'm finding, like, the championship and, like, one of my favourite European teams is Inter Milan. So I've almost just been following them a little bit just to try and take my mind off the absolute detritus that is Man United. Yeah. 
doesn't stop for me until he leaves. It is not going to improve while he's manager, and it would sicken me to see him actually get a transfer window with that money because I do not want him to spend that money at all. No, I, you're like me. I, I genuinely said to um, a lot of people, I have been absolutely, you know, it's the players, they're all wankers, blah, blah, blah. And I am the most patient fan. And it's like, you can see we've got the nucleus of a good team there. We're yeah. all pulling the right direction. Mm -hmm. But I am a view now. I, I have, once I've gone, I've gone. And I've, I've gone about three games ago. I was like, yeah, yeah we're done. We're done yeah. now. That's the end of it. You know, it's yeah. like, um, we, we're gone. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I mean, just we're gonna get, uh, I agree. We're going to get drawn against Real Madrid or Bayern Munich in the Champions League. And you know we'll we'll probably surprise ourselves, but we'll ultimately get knocked out by them in the first knockout round. Yeah, and all we're playing for is the FA Cup because I mean, how far away are we from fourth? Are we in double digits already? 11, 12 um, points away from fourth. I, would have I thought. think it's yeah. about eight or nine points, and it maybe ten. He could be right. He could be right. I, I agree with you though. I said now there's no way they should be giving him any fucking money. Whether he spent half a season proving a point to that dickhead Ed Woodward, who who is now had his hair done. Because he's on the TV more and he's become more of a prominent figure than Martin Edwards ever did or David Gill. Um, he's a little bell end as well. And I know people who work at United say he's a prick as well. So well, um, it doesn't surprise me. He can sign more noodle companies than he can do competent footballers. And that's where Mourinho hasn't got a leg to stand on for me as well. Because he slagged his own players off. And the majority of the players that he's actually signed for the club, none of them play for us. Bye. Yeah. Look like one of the best players, like and no doubt under a different manager, he would be absolutely incredible as well. Looks completely bereft of confidence now as well. Maybe Lindelof to a certain extent as well, that he just runs into the ground as well. Fred, why the fuck did he spend all that money on Fred? I know. Maybe started on Sanchez. What a bloated prick. Honestly, go play your fucking piano somewhere else. I know. Just, it, uh... Honestly, just full of egos that almost him and his egotistical manner is like, bring him in, I can deal with him. And now look at the state of us. I know. And, and that's the thing. You're trying to spend your way back to the top, aren't you? Can't do it. You need to start accepting where you are. You're a mid-table football team and you need to start again. So that's why yeah. I'm genuinely, there's no ounce of me with my tongue in my cheek saying, if you were to get somebody in like Eddie Howe and you can bring in Gomez and Chong and um, Mason and all of the young players like that and actually start to build a nucleus around this youth that's there as well and understand who your consistent players are who actually care playing for the football club, even if it means that we start off poor but we actually start building on something rather than pretending we're still anywhere near City, we might actually start to have that fan belief come back into the football club. But yeah, if it's yeah. like this at the moment, like I can't even look at like the MUFC hashtag on Twitter because it just depresses me. Do you know oh, what I mean? You know, you know, and this isn't just about United. This is like any team. These fucking footballers, Andrew, the wankers. Like when you get yeah, the yeah. young and yeah. fuck it, we go again. Let's go. Again. <laughs> oh, it's not the result we wanted, but we're going to keep fighting. Fuck off. Just, you just my, my thing is, if you see anything, you know, Rashford or anything like that, it's just the. <laughs> Just a handful of comments that are underneath as well. That yeah. Are just so entertaining. Yeah. It's pathetic because it's just like, why don't they just come on and go, you know what? We played fucking shit today. Yeah. We're sorry. We were wank. I didn't try. Uh, you know, I'm going to try and play a bit better next game and have a bit more respect for it. The same generic. It's like it's like watching a fucking Masters League, isn't it, with Pro Evo? The same yeah, generic yeah. fucking terms all beep, the boop, time. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Option C, beep, boop, boop.
Yeah, yeah. It's right, that's it. That's it. Done. Yeah, um, let's not talk about it. Let's go. That's right, fun. so where can everyone find you, mate? Um, well, at the moment, um, I am trying to keep up with my movie reviews or something like that. I'm, I'm actually maybe in the throes of putting a little sort of blurb on there because um, for a sins, my wife has never seen The Sopranos and I'm actually then starting it for a second time. And I kid you not, mate, and I was so sceptical about how it would look or feel or sound the first episode, it just knocks it out of the park straight away. It's terrifying. It obviously may look a little bit dated or anything like that. But James Gandalfini and like yeah, so we have like another eighty-five episodes of that to go. Seven seasons. Again, it's probably still one of my favourite shows of all time as well. So I'm going to put stuff on there like that. Um, I've watched a handful of films that I'll just go through very quickly. And I know that quite a lot of people have seen like the, the newest Mission Impossible. I love that film. It's so good, honestly. It's up there with some of the Bond films as well. Uh, sorry to bother you, which I probably found a little bit questionable. I, I was really expecting good things from that because I love Lakeith Stanfield, who's in Atlanta, uh, ghost stories. But at the moment, over the handful of films that I've watched that people will be able to see with the ones that I've posted on Instagram and Twitter at the moment, uh, Lean on Pete is still one of my favourite films of the year. I know it's 2017, but for me, that's still one of the best films that I've seen. It's just about a young kid who's kind of finding his way in the Midwest and uh, gets attracted to um, like the element of horse racing and this particular horse with um, Steve Buscemi's in it as well. It's just a beautiful little indie film um, about like a kid finding his way and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm thankfully getting back on. Uh, the film wagon as well. Uh, granted, I'm still having to take my son to some god awful kids' films at the same time as well. Jesus, don't talk to me about Wreck It Ralph too. Jesus Christ, <laughs> honestly. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that there'll be a little bit more variety over Twitter and Instagram. I can't really see me justifying at the moment getting back into streaming as well because I know obviously when we spoke a while ago about YouTube raising the roof about the monetization and stuff like that. So there's not necessarily the draw there for anything because um, the last thing I think we did on that was Monster Hunter as well, and we weren't necessarily getting the traction for stuff like that. But there'll be the usual album of the week. I'll probably be doing like a top 10, I would have thought, of my favourite albums of the year. And again, so that's at pixelhunter underscore underscore on both Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Now I've got a quick plug. Um our podcast, mine and Dave, my good friend, he's a Comics in Motion, where we review TV, movies that are all based on comic books. Uh, we're actually at episode 50, which should be out this week. So if you want to listen to that or you're into that sort of thing, it's uh, on Twitter at Comics in Motion P or on iTunes, Comics in Motion podcast. And uh, we interview a lot of comic book creators as well. So get over there, guys. So, Andrew, top man. I'm so glad you've come on for the 50, uh, mate. You're always, great, isn't it? You're yeah. always the man, mate. And it's, yeah, you know, I, I loved it. Yeah, I, I, and again, apologies that it's taken so long to get it together. But um, yeah, I'm very glad as well because I always have a lot to talk about as well. And like I said, it'd be nice to get that sort of interaction with the rest of the audience out there as some of the topics that we discussed. And to be honest, I'm on to the next one, mate. I can't wait. Just like I say, as long as we can shoehorn and... <laughs> And put in a little shoebox that little discussion topic of Man United because I mean it's yeah. cathartic at least anyway. I feel like I've been to counselling now where United. <laughs> concerned, so. It's funny for everyone else though as well because they'll be laughing their heads off. Bibby's just gonna love it, isn't he? Jeez, yeah, he is the wanker. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, no, Bibby, we love you really, mate, and well done on the new job as well. Yeah, um, well all right. 
he's a good man. So, um, yeah, if you want to follow this podcast, uh, get following me on Twitter, uh, Chris Phelps. 7-8 or at the contextual, which is the actual podcast uh, handle, and get over following Andrew Pixel Hunter as well. So um this has been episode 50. It's been emotional. Uh take it easy, guys. Bye. This is the contextual podcast. 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 The UK's number one. Number one. Number one gaming podcast. Woo!